Hello and welcome to Docupied, a podcast about anime, manga, light novels, and industry news. I'm your host, Brandon, otherwise known as DocPay, and this episode I've got a new manga series to talk about. That would be The Dangers in My Heart by Norio Sakurai, published by Seven Seas. So jumping right off with, for some reason I didn't even notice, but it's possible it's because I didn't actually read the original manga for it, but The Dangers in My Heart is actually written by the same author, artist, who did Mitsu Domoe. And I did watch the anime and the sequel series, uh, season way back when, but I never read the manga for that, just watched the anime. So I guess I never noticed. <laughs> But yeah, it's the same author, Norio Sakurai. And this series is a rom-com slice of life. And I've actually been following the artist on, on Twitter for a while as well. And so before I even actually started reading the series, I was seeing art from it. Or rather, uh, the artist posts a lot of like single page stuff or short four panel, like four coma things. And just general additional art for the series. And I was quite fond of that art. And I knew the ser- of the series. So it was quite nice when it got licensed and announced coming out in English. There are three volumes currently out. Uh, the fourth volume is due to release in April. Fifth volume due to release in October, I think. So I've read all, all three currently available volumes. And I guess let me just read the uh, blurb on the back cover of the first volume for you. A rom-com with a dark side. Ichikawa Kyotaro, a boy barely clinging to the bottom rung of his school's social ladder, secretly believes he's the tortured lead in some psychological thriller. He spends his days dreaming up ways to disrupt his classmates' peaceful lives and pining after Yamada Ana, the class idol. But Ichikawa is not nearly the troubled teen he pretends to be. And it turns out Yamada's a bit odd herself. So that's the setup, the basic premise of the story. And generally, that is kind of the dynamic and plot of the story. Um, Our two leads. So in this story, there are obviously classmates, teachers, family members, and they all appear. But by and large, at least through the first three volumes, and yes, again, there are recurring characters, but the main draw and focus of this story is the relationship and the development between the two protagonists, Kyotaro and Anna, or Ichikawa and Yamada. You want to use their first or last names, whatever. (laughs) Um, But their relationship. And I think one thing that this series does incredibly well is from generally the start, or rather the start of the manga is what kicks off and begins like their growing relationship they definitely start off basically as just acquaintance classmates that kind of thing um kyotaro is that like middle school emo loner type like character personality but as we get to know him we learn that he's actually quite observative and considerate and there are 
several times he goes out of his way to to help people and obviously particularly Yamada initially he definitely so it says you know in the description that he spends his days like pining after her but that's not true that's just in his imagination I mean like he thinks initially that he's like obsessed with her but really it's just part of his like emo fantasy world that that he lives in in his head at the start but as uh, she starts spending time in the library which is where he spends a lot of his time and they start interacting more and more things develop maybe a lot more directly than he ever imagined they would whereas he was the loner who never got to talk anyone to anyone in class Yamada's now in that library with him every day essentially and things go and start off being super awkward and cringy and Kotaro has generally no idea how to interact with her but it's actually kind of endearing as well that Yamada has no real like in the same vein she also really doesn't know how to interact with him but regardless they grow closer and that's generally the plot of the first three volumes is they get they spend more time together they grow closer they learn more about each other and it's quite clear that they have both come to like the other and what i find so endearing about this story is just that it's realistic it's awkward it's slow moving but like they're kids you know they don't know what the fuck they're doing but the the nice thing is that it's pretty straightforward. Um, Kyotaro himself just straight up admits it. You know, by the end of volume one, he has come to the realization and like awareness that he he really does just kind of like her and not like the way he initially was like fake obsessed with her, but in the way that he's gotten to know her and she's ditzy. She's kind of weird. She has a bad not funny sense of humor you know she's obsessed with snacks but she's earnest and she's got a lot on her plate and like dealing with stuff and he comes to kind of see some of that through his like more direct one-on-one interactions with her in the library and and otherwise in class but in the same vein she realizes that he's not just like a quiet loner who just reads that he actually pays attention and is friendly and caring and so they start to spend more time together and it's quite clear that she starts going out of her way to interact with him to run into him to any excuse she gets to kind of be near him or talk to him and at least initially he's not sure how to what to make of that but he eventually realizes that i mean that's he's really enjoying himself as well and so it's just really sweet the way they come together over the course of at least like i said the first three volumes that i read um i don't know to what degree like this relationship will actually progress or anything because as of the third volume there they haven't quite out like admitted any of that to each other or anything like that and um yeah you might think that's a spoiler that like oh they don't get together yet but given the writing in this i think there's no reason that they won't start to be like they've been building up this relationship i don't see why the story would have some weird like culmination in them getting 
like accepting that or like asking each other out that kind of thing like the story doesn't feel like it's going to end there it feels like that's not the end goal of this story of this like the romance of the story it's sure of course them getting to know each other learning more about each other coming to also accept like who they are and their all their quirks but i definitely think this kind of story will end up with them admitting to those feelings like in the midst of it and continuing to kind of go and grow from there but that's just my speculation so that's you know the like relationship portion of it i did say it was a rom-com so it is also a comedy and slice of life story and generally it like i said just follows their interactions in class or after school or before school and a bulk of the humor comes from one or the other being quirky you know how the classmates get involved and do things and like create scenarios like the the boys group or the girls group in the class several chapters or stories or scenarios will kick off with one or the other group doing something or talking about something and then there's also a lot of the comedy like i said comes from the interactions between the two of them and early on how awkward i mean i guess it's kind of always has that like awkward bent to it because they're middle schoolers who have no idea like who they are who they are and what they're doing (laughs) and so there's this degree of awkwardness throughout it that i think is portrayed really well i'd say i quite enjoy the humor of the story but it's certainly possible that the uh awkwardness will get to you the one thing obviously this is a manga so um the art obviously contributes to a good deal of uh that comedy the expressions of the characters the way the story is told through art the author is quite a big fan of blushing faces or like a mix of like dead pan face to blushing face to like dead serious faces like a lot of good facial reaction artwork i guess we'll say so it's usually quite clear as a result like the artwork i think it's not like the greatest thing ever um but i do think it's definitely an improvement over what i remember from like mitsudomoe the art style like now that i know you can see the similarity in character design for some of them and like the general art style but it's i think it's definitely an improvement the paneling and the way that like the jokes flow are quite good it's a slice of life set in like a school so you're not going to see any real overblown or like crazy backgrounds and scenery generally speaking the majority of the artwork is focused on the actual characters themselves their facial expressions you know their body language things like that so it will be set in rather plain environments the library the classroom this like schoolyard walking to and from school you'll see their bedrooms Uh, as expected of like a real world slice of life visually speaking it can be a little plain from that perspective but i do feel like the character art generally makes up for that and makes it all the more worthwhile to to read the story really like i said isn't complex same as the art but undeniably it has a distinct charm to it and that comes at least in my opinion entirely down to the dynamic between Kyotaro and Anna and them growing closer getting to know each other coming to actually 
like know each other in a way beyond just like surface detail or being just like attracted to each other or anything like that. They actually start to learn about each other and their interactions grow more and more interesting and more endearing and just gives you that warm and fuzzy also sometimes incredibly awkward uh feeling you know plenty of cringe but you know it's set in middle school so you get what you get i think that's something really or maybe the strongest aspect of this story you know where i said the it's set in the real world in a middle school the artwork especially background and scenery is fine the character art i do quite like the the expressions and stuff like that and the paneling and story flow is nice but this story has such a strong core in its two leads and their relationship overall that i really like this story it has a completely different feel to some of the other like recent like main two lead rom-com type stories not recent but some of the other bigger ones that even that i've talked about like takagi-san or when will ayumu make his move I'm sure I've talked about a bunch of others, but those just come to mind recently. Stylistically, and, and the way the story is told, and the way that the characters interact, it's all completely different from that type of storytelling. It's not a teasing work, although, you know, again, I quite enjoy those, but it's not that. And it's not entirely like a super sweet, like shoujo style story either. So it has a unique flair to the characters and storytelling which is why it's pretty easy to recommend this, especially if you're into slice of life or rom-coms or even just comedy. This story has a really strong foundation and base. And over the course of the three volumes, it just keeps getting better as we learn more about the characters along with the characters learning about each other and, and all that. It's no surprise this is a fairly popular story. It was nominated for a manga tie show award i absolutely do not doubt this will get an anime announced at some point and i see plenty of you know fan art and whatnot so yeah i really like it the dangers in my heart is quirky it's funny it's sweet the relationship between our two main characters is endearing watching them grow and grow together over the course of volumes has been very enjoyable and very funny I enjoy the humor and even some of the, the like drama bits. Obviously, comedy, I think, is a very subjective thing that's like to each individual's taste. But I really love the story. I can't wait for future volumes. And this definitely feels like the anime could be a pretty good hit along the lines of something like Takagi-san or any of the other like recent like duo dynamic rom-com stories that we've gotten this would slide in as like a nice unique version of it so yeah i could probably rattle on more about stuff but i'm gonna end it here in this kind of slow slice of life rom-com there's just not that much to dig into in terms of like plot and like plot writing so the focus is almost entirely just on the characters i don't think the slice of life aspect has gotten stale or like the main gimmick has gotten stale over the course of the first three volumes. So take that for what you will. I'm still really enjoying it, especially because things are shifting in the story. It is not a stagnant like relationship or setup 
So yeah, there you go. Uh, that's The Dangers in My Heart by Norio Sakurai, published in English by Seven Seas. There are three volumes currently out, fourth coming out in April. Definitely go read this. Follow the artist on Twitter. They post a lot of like good artwork of the characters or like like I said, four coma gag extras or like full page things. They just post a lot of additional artwork of this the series. It's in Japanese, of course, but someone might reply in English or you can try and, I don't know, Google Translate it. Uh, but it's just nice to see additional artwork. I follow a lot of artists, manga artists that do that and post like additional artwork of their stories. Soichiro Yamamoto from uh, Takagi-san is very similar. He's always posting new artwork. Mizu Asato is very similar, posts a lot of cool either artwork or single page like comics lots of artists do it these days but that's going to do me for this episode so thanks for listening you can follow my twitter i am doc pay for updates and please if you like docupied leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast i'll catch you next time (laughs) 